Welcome to Changing the Way People Feel About Insurance with FWD. My name's Fiona Mattesini, and on this podcast, I'm talking to Bernadette Stevens, FWD's Group Vice President of Brand and Marketing. On this podcast, we talk about how to be brave. I mean, like, to change the way people feel about insurance, that's a pretty big, bold statement. And I knew that the brand had to be crafted to match that ambition. Who FWD are talking to? We knew that there was a gap in the market to target people who were the young at heart. Where FWD have come from? It wasn't your typical kind of insurance ad. It was people jumping off a plane, skiing down a massive steep slope, water rafting. And where they're going next? We're no longer a child, but we are at that phase of a coming into that young adulthood. Oh, and why orange? <laughs> why orange? <laughs> okay, let's hear more from Bernie. Hi, Bernie, how are you? Hi, Fee, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm really, really well. Thank you for joining me. I have got to say, full disclosure, I love talking about brands because it always feels like someone's letting me in behind the scenes, you know, opening up the bonnet of the engine and saying, here's how we do it. These are our little tricks and tools. A lot of people think of brand and they just think of name or logo, but it's so much more than that, right? What What is brand to you? Can you do like a quick explainer for the uninitiated? What is brand to me? Well, that's actually a big question because, you know, that's, this is my passion. <laughs> so brand to me is definitely it's more than a logo. The logo is simply the signature, right? Mm -hmm. And this is the symbol that customers and the audience become accustomed to seeing and then think of you. So it's that shortcut. But I believe first that branding is the conversation that you have with a person's mind, Mm -hmm. be it through words or a visual form. So it's through this that you then form an image, which is basically creating that perception in an audience's mind. And I believe this is the start of a relationship. Now, it may get deeper, than that, or rather, like much of other relationships in the outside world, it could remain shallow. It all comes down to how you connect and resonate with that individual. And thus in building a brand, this is a company-wide, everybody has a responsibility type of thing. Every interaction, everything that's seen, heard, read, done, experienced, this really contributes to how a person will feel about us. So for me, the logo and all of the important brand assets that make up our identity, these are all dressings to aid in visual cues. Everything else has to work as hard as these so that our audience doesn't have to. Yeah. In fact, it's really interesting that you talk about emotions because obviously there's a huge connection between brand and emotions from the customer perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen brands throughout all our lives, right? I believe, for example, in order for you to actually have some level of connection with a brand, there's got to be some level of trust built in there. So some sort of a feeling. And there are so many factors and elements that contribute to this. But in the pure subject of brand, we know that for sure brand and emotions are inexplicably interlinked. There's that residual effect that brands have on customers. You know, it's the reason we make decisions to purchase, you know, a very expensive product over another. And and often it's not simply because of the quality, right? It's an emotionally led decision that sometimes it's also illogical. Mm -hmm. So I do believe that 
how the brand makes you feel and thus, you know, the foundations are built on building that positive shift for us in the way that customers feel about insurance. This is the true value exchange for us. That relationship that we build with a customer and with an individual is so important because how you build a brand is truly connected to an emotion. Yeah. And in fact, I was going to ask you, can you can you explain or unpack the brand promise, Celebrate Living? Because that sounds really powerful, but what's behind that? This promise is really our commitment to focus on what we can do to positively make a difference to people's lives today and to ladder up to our vision. We always said that we wanted to shift the role of insurance. So, you know, really providing yeah. and showing our audience the value that insurance can have in their lives and not really be based on, you know, that sort of stereotype of the idea of fear and uncertainties in the future. And so Celebrate Living for us really is something that we're proud of because this is the very core of our purpose, our strategy, our, you know, customer experience, our internal culture. Yeah. Let me take you down memory lane. You've been with FWD since almost the beginning, is it? Do you remember your first few days, first few hours, first week? What are your big memories? I do clearly remember the day that I was introduced to FWD and the most standout of the words that were said to me were challenge, different, fresh and innovative. Uh And I just remember thinking, it's still insurance. So this didn't make sense to me, right? And then once I got to know more about it and also the vision, it really was intriguing. And for me, it just became a personal thing. I really believed, like many others from SWD, this is the center of gravity that has attracted a lot of people to be part of this journey. It really is purpose-led. Yeah. But I mean, changing the way people feel about insurance with a vision statement like that, Where did you begin? Because, of course, building this brand was on your shoulders. How do you begin? I think it is a shared value and kind of that united and a mutual passion to be part of something really big, something that could really change a category. I mean, like to change the way people feel about insurance. That's a pretty big, bold statement. And I think, you know, the people I've come to know and those that I continue to meet at FWD, we all share a passion. You know, we're all united by a purpose. And of course, I knew this role would be, by the very nature of those bold ambitions, I knew that the brand had to be crafted to match that ambition. Yeah. It's never easy to change something that is loaded with so much history. So the challenge is to ensure that you have the right support internally to be able to really drive what you believe will help to contribute to get to our vision closer. And because the industry is heavily guarded by regulatory requirements, right, and for good reason, to ensure that, you know, we present ourselves and and everyone else with fair trade practices, etc. So I think you've got to wear multiple hats in balancing what you feel is going to really stand out and be something that's compelling and that will resonate with the audience. Uh But at the same time, you also have to understand that we're still selling something relatively serious, something that's really, really of immense value to somebody. You know, it's not like we're just selling, forgive me, but a pair of shoes. So in all of that, the way that we wrap up how we speak and how we present FWD, whilst we're trying to change the language that we deliver so that everybody can access insurance easily and understands it, 
we also have to be mindful that it is still something serious at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, what a task. And also not only that, but to differentiate yourself. I mean, you've spoken about the brand Promise Celebrate Living, but can you talk to me about the wider FWD brand attributes? What would you say is unique? And how in particular is FWD trying to differentiate itself in a market where actually everyone is now trying to differentiate themselves? You know, I think right from the very beginning, firstly, we knew that there was a gap in the market to target people who were the young at heart. And by the young at heart, we mean people who had a shared attitude and behavior towards insurance and a certain mutual shared lifestyle also. These group of people who we identified, you know, these young at heart, we knew that there was a point that they were going to want or had the propensity to look into an insurance product, but they just hadn't, that point hadn't happened yet. Mm. And so for us to target this audience, we really wanted to develop attributes that really connected and that were relevant for this specific audience. And so for us, these attributes included being really refreshing, being very innovative in, in our approach and, you know, having that positivity for insurance, because as you know, in the past or what is typical of the category, and this is universal, is that we were always basing messages through fear tactics, which was the value exchange. But we knew that what we wanted to really prove is the true value in having the right insurance solution and the right product for an individual. Mm. And also that you're not using some of those cliched images that so often you see in insurance branding. I mean, for me, looking from the outside in, whenever I see a photograph of a couple on a yacht sailing off into the distance, you think, oh, well, there's an insurance advert. And I've never seen that kind of imagery with FWD. It's been very, very different, um, which is refreshing. I mean, so you're in nine markets currently, all very different markets. How do you go about bringing the brand to life across such diverse markets in Asia? Yeah, as you know, FWD was born in Asia, for Asia. And in the seven years that we've been here, we're so proud to connect with the customers that we have across our markets to date with the purpose, of course, to reach more and more people every day. Mm-hmm. And with the many and varying cultures, nuances and values that garnish this wonderful part of the world, we aim to always engage as best as we can with our customers everywhere, anywhere, and anytime. Mm. And that's why we empower local experts in our markets to collectively help bring to life our vision. And context is as important as consistency. And how we add value to a customer in Thailand will, of course, differ to that of a customer in Hong Kong, Japan, and Indonesia, and so forth. And that means truly understanding what means and matters to them most so that we can help them in some way to celebrate living. Mm -hmm. And of course, this starts and revolves and ends with us listening to our customers, understanding their pain points and what they value most. And we have deep-rooted insights Mm -hmm. and we leverage on the common grounds that we know our customers can associate with and tailor other elements to ensure we genuinely meet their needs. Mm. What are your uh, most memorable brand campaigns at FWD and why? Oh, hmm. 
Oh, there's so many. <laughs> um, I have it's to, like picking your favourites. I have to say, look, there's two that stand out for me. The first one was actually before my time, and it was the Get Ready to Live campaign. This was the launch campaign for FWD in 2013. This was that big splash that, that was made, you know, to make a mark, to really mark that territory that this insurance brand is coming, and they're very different. Everything was shot with a GoPro, and all of the talent that were featured on the TVC were FWD customers. It wasn't your typical kind of insurance ad. It was people jumping off a plane, skiing down a (laughs) massive steep slope, water rafting. And it was actually, I just felt that that was so refreshing to see an insurance company so fearless. So that's one of my favorite FWD campaigns. And the other would have to be our most recent one, which was Everyday Heroes. Mm -hmm. And that really captures that sort of feeling that everybody goes through, that universal feeling when you, there's that micro doubt in yourself whether you can do it and whether you should do it. And this campaign was really built on the fact that actually we want you to do it. You know, we want to empower our customers, our audience to go for it because we wanted to make sure that they knew that we had their back. Yeah. And again, it's back to that. You can trust us where your plan B. If you need us, we're right there. Um, Why orange? (laughs) Why orange? Well, firstly, (laughs) orange actually universally is a symbol of positivity, energy and happiness. But also this was actually tested. It wasn't like we just handpicked orange because we like the color. We also recognized that globally, a lot of the category colors sat within the sea of blues and greens and reds. The fact that we're born out of wanting to be different, wanting to change something, we knew that orange was the right color for us. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting how these colours connote different emotions in us and different associations. Can you talk to me about the brand Refresh? Yeah, and you might actually be questioning, why are we having a refresh in such a short period of time? You know, we're only seven years old. But I think given the fact that in the last seven years, we have achieved quite a lot. Also, the acceleration of the business has really paved way for this refresh as well, right? Mm. And I think one of the things about the refresh that's really important to note is that we're just leveraging on the strengths that we've already built and really widening those opportunities. And we know that we've got a very differentiated brand and we do have a positive point of difference. And we just need to continue to focus on really addressing the most important drivers of purchase for our target audience. And as the business evolves and matures, so does our brand. Yeah. And thus our visual identity really has been refreshed to appeal to a wider audience without compromising that beautiful brand point of difference that we have. Exactly. You're evolving. You're constant. You're not staying still, which again, without wanting to use the word refresh too much, it actually is refreshing that you're doing that. And it speaks to agility. Pivoting you slightly to a different space, but what do you look for in the agencies that you work with? 
Do you know what, Fee? I think I've come across so many agencies in my time and this region is no exception. And we work with actually both local, regional and global agencies, both large and medium and also boutiques. There's pure breeds, hybrids and bespoke. But for me, it's the quality in the talent and the team. And I've seen it time and time again. I think many of the agencies that we've chosen to work with really have that passion and believe in FWD. They really, truly believe in what we want to achieve. And that's absolutely important because it goes back to that sourcing of talent, capabilities, competencies, skill sets, experience, etc. That for me is hygiene. It's really kind of all of the other things that really bring that chemistry to life. And that's what we look for when we we look for a partner. Mm. So it all comes from that very first starting point or place of, are you invested? In terms of your work at FWD, what are you proudest of? Funnily enough, you say this, we had a a briefing session yesterday evening, kind of like a brand orientation or, you know, get to know the brand again. And the CEO of that market actually said to me that because it was all done virtually right, he could see my face beaming from ear to ear. And he said, it looks like you're a proud mother watching your children. So it was our entire team presenting. And actually, the smile on my face was just because I was just so awestruck by the sheer passion that we all had. You know, when we were delivering the message about FWD brand, everything that we said, we really believed in it. I think my proudest moment is really being part of this journey that allows us to be purposeful. And I know that sounds really cliche, but I really believe in what we do. And I think Mm -hmm. what we've achieved to date and despite what's been happening, and I know 2020 has been a crazy year, again, we have proven that we are resilient and we will continue to do the work that we set out to do. And I think that's down to again, that mutual respect and that mutual reason for being an FWD. And I can hear that. I can hear that. Final question, Bernie, but are you today as a brand where you thought the brand would be seven years ago? Absolutely. And some, I think so. Given what we've achieved in the last seven years and the constant evolution and the fast pace of, you know, the macro environment and what's being thrown at, not just us, obviously, it's not exclusive to FWD, but all of that in itself, I think what we've been able to do, given that we are also relatively a new player still. Mm. Seven years is nothing compared to 100 or 200 years. And I think Fong, I will quote him because I, I love his analogy about us. We're no longer a child, but we are at that phase of a coming into that young adulthood. So this is a really important time for us to really build these foundations, these solid foundations, what we stand for and what we believe in and beam that out for the world to see. Amazing. Bernie, I feel like I've just had a brand masterclass. (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Always good to speak with you, Fee. So that ends our podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about FWD, you can head to the group website, which is fwd.com. My name's Fiona Mattesini. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 